Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean, just wanted to start on, on Dan Juma because obviously we knew that the club wanted to keep hold of him in this transfer window, but at the same time we've also heard that there's been an agreement reached with him with Leon to go on loan for the rest of the season. So what is the situation exactly? The situation is very simple. He's an Everton player. That's it. You know, He's still here. He played the last game. He's got a fair chance of playing the next one. Um, certainly has never been outside of our plans, so he remains an Everton player. So there isn't really a story. I keep getting... Things like quotes I've said, like, uh, you know, he's not part of his plans. I don't know where they come from. No one asked me, you know. So since you are asking me, he's never been playing. He'll be part of what we do. So he's trained today because I think there's some confusion as well because he's posted on his Instagram himself on, on a plane. So that's Well, I, I had a word with him and I said, it seems excessive to go from Manchester Airport to Liverpool Airport for, for training. But, you know, these modern players, personally, I'd use a car. But that's the modern players, you know, they, they need to look after themselves, get their rest. But in the conversations you've had with him, what has he said about his feelings and what he wants to do? He said nothing other than he wants to work hard and play. And you obviously need him as well because of the injury to Dwight McNeil at the moment. Yeah, we, we need everyone. You know, we've been stretched in many ways. We're kind of getting bodies back now. And um, Young is out on the grass as well, so that's another body that shouldn't be too far away. Shames is back involved now, you know, so we want everyone as fit as possible, obviously. With regard to Dwight, how long is it looking like? What's the prognosis? It's settled really quick. I think he's been very lucky. Um, you know, sometimes them injuries, they can fool you. You know, it, it looked a nasty one. It felt nasty at the time, but it settled down really, really quick. So we're hoping for this one, maybe touch and go. But doubt we make this one. But the next one, he's got a chance, so we'll see. But, yeah, he's been he's been very lucky, I think, because um, it did look an awkward one. Um, you know, and obviously when people go on the stretches, it sometimes is alarming. But it turns out that it was that moment of truth when he realised that it was better than he thought, which is great news. So while Dwight is likely to miss <clears> this weekend, what about Abdullah Decore? Is he back? He's been training, so we're hopeful. Obviously, Thursday today, Friday today, sorry, but two uh, two days two days before the game. But hopeful that he's uh, fine, and he certainly looks fine. Ghana Gay's away at Afcon, but are you are you concerned over his injury, or is it completely healed and he's fine? As far as we know, obviously we keep uh, contact, or the medical team do. As far as we know, he's getting better and nearly there, so that's good as well. Because we were worried at the beginning of his injury, it was going to be a long period, and it seems like it's settled down quickly. I've only got to this this far down, to be fair, but I need to get your reaction to the decision to overturn Dominic Calvert-Lewin's red card. Well, it was bizarre on the day, wasn't it? So, I mean, I don't think anyone would be shocked, but at least, don't get me wrong, we're thankful for the, the process. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm a bit concerned with how it ended up there in the first place. Um, and, you know, after so long checking it and all things like that, I didn't think it needed all that, but it got, you know, the decision was made. But at least the... the you know, powers that be have decided to change it back. When you say you considered how it got that far, 
what would you like to see happen differently? What do you think could have been done differently? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, it wasn't that bad a tackle in the first place. So sometimes you've got to trust the referee. The referee didn't give anything. No one really did anything. You know, it was just a, a tackle. That was it. And I think we've got to be careful. I've said it, I've been saying it for years, actually. <clears throat> I think players have got to be careful as well, you know, going down with things when not that player in particular, um, you know, I'm sure it hurt, but. How much does it hurt? You know, the way the game's going now, I think my daddy used to call it ungentlemanly conduct. I think it could be better from players if there is a little bit of a loose tackle or one that's not really that bad. The idea of making it look worse than it is um, by some. Uh, on this occasion, I don't think the player did, but it can happen. And I think we're all a little bit like, come on, you know, just play, just get on with it. And that helped the referees to make better decisions, I feel. Do you have any explanation as to why VAR intervened in that instance? Because when we talk about clear and obvious error, doesn't look like when you see the footage that there's been a clear and obvious error so then it comes down to what the chat has been between the referees and his assistant. I think that's one of the talking points as you know I'm a fan of VAR but I think this idea of clear and obvious I don't know when it kicks in and when it doesn't and I think we're all a bit nervous now with, with which way that is and you know trying to find clarity of what they considered to be clear and obvious what moment is what moment's not you know the player got booked for diving there was a dive in the second half no booking when do they intervene? When do they not? When, which is the referee's decision? Which is it not? You know, and I think we're all a little bit um, inside of the game. I, I presume fans as well. We're all wondering, well, wh why are you stepping in when you do? You know, we had the woman Michael Keane beginning of the season. Why didn't step in then? And they say because there's a protocol. And you go, yeah, but sometimes the protocol has to go out the window. Surely you just go, no, that's a goal. You know, we've had a few go against us this season. We just hope that they balance this out. You've had two pretty different performances against Villa this season. Uh, what can you take, or what have you learned from both of those games, really, that you can take into... Well, we've learned they're a good side, which they're showing, um, obviously. Um, I thought we did very well in the, the game away um, in the Cup, and I thought early season, we, it was the first time we'd stepped miles off it, and I thought that was a good reminder to us because we performed a lot better after that. Um, but, yeah, they're a good outfit. We know that, particularly their home form. Their away form is still solid. Um, we can't, you know, we can't guarantee that they're going to have a bad day. So we've got to have a good one. Um, they're showing where they are on the table that they, they mean business this season. And I think they're showing it more and more because they're staying up there. You know, I think people are saying, oh, they'll drop away a little bit early season. They haven't. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're a good side without a doubt. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Cheers. Can anyone go to Julia? Hey, Sean. <coughs> Hiya. Um, just on the, the DTL thing, there are some reports that Dom's red card has remained on his record, though, and he would then, if he got a further red card, it would be tagged on. Is there, is there any truth in that? I haven't, I haven't checked on that, actually. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to find out myself. I never really thought about that because, obviously, when it got rescinded, I thought that was it. Yeah. So I'll have to double-check that. Yeah, the reports are suggesting even though it was rescinded, it would be. If, it, if that was the case, it would feel very strange, wouldn't it? It would be a bit bizarre. I don't, I don't, hopefully, that won't be the case. But um, Everton remain the only Premier League side yet to get a single penalty this season um, and likewise top of the list for ones given against you are there any conversations that go in the club about that and about do you ever speak to anyone regarding referees or anything it's like such a happy place here I know you can hear a lot of laughing going on are they laughing at my question or <laughs> at you we do. It's, it's fun everywhere it's fun, it's fun everywhere I know <laughs> 
Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes, penalties. <laughs> yes, I'm. I am acutely aware that we haven't had a penalty. Um, it is quite alarming when you think how many penalties are given for tiny touches, which we can't work out sometimes. And we've had shirt pulls. We've had a, a cup in at Palace the other day, which is clear and obvious for me. Speaking of clear and obvious, that was a clear and obvious one for me. Um, Anana shirt being pulled down at Tottenham, nothing given, you know. So you, somewhere or another, you've got to find a penalty somewhere just by the way the game works. And yet we haven't. So let's see. Um, you've largely used four at the back this season against Wolves. You did five at the back. Is that something that you're going to keep using, or is it? Was it just kind of a one-off? Um, we did at Villa as well, actually. Um, I think it's the flexibility of the group. I think. There's a time and a place when we've needed it because of Wolves more so because we were that stretched with injuries and we could have manufactured um, a different shape, but it would have been a tricky one. So, yeah, it's something that I've, I've played with myself as a player um, and coached and managed at times. So, but I think I prefer a four, but if, it, if a five fits the players or a three, whichever way you look at it, if that fits the players, sometimes it's, it's the best way of doing it. And how big a game do you see this in terms of a relegation battle? Obviously, Luton just a point behind so Everton could end up back in the bottom three this weekend, or is it? Just yeah, we've not. Ever since the 10 points, I think we all parked that and we just went, right, let's just crack on. Head down, play hard, see where it takes us, and we're sticking with that. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Julia. Damien? <coughs> You're in a bit of a, a tricky run at the moment, Sean. Um, what changes in terms of getting things back on track? Well, you mix it in with a longer distance run of games and you go, actually, it's a, it's a decent run. Um, but the facts are the facts. The idea of the last few games, we've played some very good sides. I think we've played very well in a couple of them. A couple of errors have cost us, um, cost us quite badly. And one where we stepped off the mark, you know, down at um, Wolves. Um, within the performance levels, I think there's been clear signs of still remaining consistent. So that's what we've got to do is still remain consistent to our performance levels. Because I preach it all the time to the players. The longer we do that, the more times we do that over a season, it pays you back. And it is a season's work, never more so than this season, having 10 points gone or currently gone. And in terms of, playing, playing at maximum often, you know, good players playing well. Um, I presume a good atmosphere in the place, you know, from winning. Um, so, yeah, the, the details of the game, I think they're getting right at both ends, and I think they've shown that. Thanks, Damien. We'll go to Will. Hi, Sean. Just ask about how we were now. It's obviously been heavily linked to Arsenal in the January transfer window. How confident would you be with Amadou staying at the club? He's been heavily linked, I think, before I was here and, and after I've been here. So it's just well, um, another story, you know. The end of the day is another player's never on player. So any decisions that we make on players will be us that decide. You're not in a position to really be selling players, given that you've said the squad. Are we? Telling me or asking? I'm just having no, no, we're, we're, in a, we're in a position well. to we're in a position to do the best we can with the team we've got. We're in a position if the right deal came along, unlikely in January. You've seen how quiet it is anyway. Uh, but we're certainly not thinking of players going out of the building. That's about Yusuf Chimisi. We haven't obviously seen him too much. He bought him in as a long-term project. So how's he been developing? And in an ideal world, if you had a bigger squad, would he be someone who you might have been looking to, to loan out maybe to the championship? Yeah, I, th I think he's, um, his development's going well. I think he's adjusting to what it is, the physicality and the nature of the English game and the way it's going in the Premier League. Um, he is very young, though. Okay? You know, you get bought him for a few quid and everyone sort of adds this, tally on, well, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? He's just a high-level development player, but he's still a development player. So... We're looking for him to do that. He's doing it. He's working hard and uh, he's enjoying it so far. Just 
finally, Stanley Mills obviously come back after a bad injury. He was having a really good loan out on Oxford. You must have a lot of sympathy for him. Really. Yeah, I spoke to him, and you know, we we try and leave loan players alone, um, which I explained to him when they go out. The idea is they they you know they grow from the experience. So I certainly don't be ringing the players all the time. I want them to listen to new coaches, new voices. You know, find out what it is about being a player. Um, but I did speak to him after the injury and just say, look, I'm sure you're in good hands. We'll, we'll take Gary. And he, he was in, he was in good, uh, good mindset, I think. He'd had a couple of days to get you know, his head around it. A longer-term injury, but he'll be fine. Thanks.